I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hey everybody, it's Oops the Podcast. Uh, I'm Francis, as always, joined by Julio. G, how are you? What up, what up, what up? Man, I'm well. Uh, we have a great guest today. Our dear friend, comedian Mike Cannon. Oh, thanks for having me. And just just so it's on record and on audio, because I, I thought we were recording before, but you're both very handsome, and I'm glad to be here. Well, thank you. It's very yeah. nice, man. Your yeah. words, not mine. But it's it. it's it's like it's it sticks out when you sit here. Obviously, the background pops, and it's nice, and you check that out. But you're both handsome men in very different ways, oh. very different styles. There's something for everyone between the two of us. <laughs> yeah, there really. Yeah, there really is because Julio has. Europe meets the streets. You know what I mean? Like he's got some. He's he wears urban wear. He he's uh, he's fashionable. And you are straight out of London fog. Yes. Like like classic. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. You know why? Because everyone calls me a Nazi, but I'm English. We fought the Nazis. Right. That's not. We were right. on the right side of history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people are saying Nazi almost as a compliment to your physical attributes. Well, they were fit. Yeah. Did care. And what they were going for, I yes. think. Because right. not all Nazis were handsome, I assume. No. You know? No. I mean, they didn't have that many pixels back then, so you can't, like, <laughs> can't truly really determine tell. their face. <laughs> can't go through a Nazi march with a fine-tooth comb. No, no. No, you can't. Sure Mike can. Cannon, uh, he's got an awesome uh, special coming out on YouTube very soon called... Life Begins. Life January Begins. January 24th, yeah, and uh, Mike Cannon Comedy on YouTube. I actually went cool. to the special taping. Went to oh, the yeah? second so one, So I've yeah. seen it, and it was... It was humbling for me. I heard it was great. Oh, that's nice. It was humbling for me because um, it was so full of jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> did not let us breathe yeah. as an audience. Yeah. There was no moment of like, what's next? Or now I'm setting up this next joke. It was joke it was like you were hopping on lily pads of jokes to you know a bigger pond which it. was always linked to more and it it was relentless it Isn't was that a, a re- funny state of things though where that's like a shocking thing to watch for an hour well <laughs> you're like man that, that was that was a lot of jokes i mean <laughs> when you don't have comedy specials filled with those usually <laughs> that's a lot of jokes. I, i'm used to watching my own clips and there is a lot of breathing in my act oh i disagree <laughs> i did each line is funny and it's funny in the way that you say it and eventually when people catch on to you completely personally from a stand-up perspective i think they'll uh the it'll get bigger and bigger well that's that's generous that's very generous it was a surgically precise no fat hour true hour i'm talking 60 minutes nice and round yeah at least yeah i think i cut it down to 53 for the thing because uh there was one or two things that i just uh I, i think i had like an angry 45 seconds describing my father's head (laughs) <laughs> i don't know if there was i mean they were jokes to me but everybody else was like well this is just uh we've entered a personal rift <laughs> you also had uh, a little bit of a heckler uh, oh yeah that you dealt with so well are you gonna keep that in so that is actually running uh the uh credits credits are during nice. that that's like nice. a little extra thing so what happened was nice. during you know the first show went really great and i basically had it i think i forgot half a joke so all i had to do was basically ensure I got that half of the bit, and the rest of the show was, you know, for fun mostly. It's great. Yeah. And uh, but during the last one, these two guys who were like 
just speaking full volume Mandarin to each other, like like fish market volume yeah. <laughs> Mandarin, wow. and just in the front row. I like during the set, it just kind of like I tried to motor over it. You know what I mean? I tried to be like, because the Village Underground is a pretty big room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's speaking, chances are the majority of the room is not going to hear or be bothered by it. But right. it reached such a volume and such a like such a crazy thing in my head. And knowing that I had already gotten the show, I just like looked down and I was like, hey, <laughs> like just, I had to address it. And they just kind of quizzically looked at me and they just continued to talk. And I lowered myself slowly into catcher position to be <laughs> at eye level with them. And I mean, the rage inside of me doesn't really even come across on camera. But like people that know me the best were like, I was almost certain you were going to fist fight these two people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Basically what it, you know, it'll play out and you can see it on the special. But like, you know, more or less, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you guys are just being pieces of shit. Like, what's happening right now? They looked furious at me like they were they looked past me for the rest of the the show, which was like 25 minutes. What I found out afterwards is that they were Chinese. They could not speak English and they thought the Village Underground was a music venue. So they were waiting for the band the entire show and had no clue who this asshole was up there talking in a language they couldn't possibly understand. That's tough. So Mm. it was kind of. Yeah, we were both shitheads, I guess. Guys. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. Okay, so Mike, we are more interested in you, though. We, we've gone on uh, I don't know how. About- China well, dude, sounds I have a great. question about for you now that ties into this. Yeah, yeah. You performed for the troops, Yes, I believe, last year? Two it years was, ago? It was last year because it was... Uh, I. I came in my wife the night before I left <laughs> for the Middle East. And then the day I got back, she told me I was pre- she was pregnant. Wow. Yeah. yeah, Holy yeah. Shit. Wow. And I did it as a goof. <laughs> I literally did. We were having sex and I was telling her like the whole week leading up to me leaving the Middle East, you know, at that point, I, you know, if I die, I just fuck her over. Like it's fine, whatever. So I was just telling her what a hero I was for going over there and how I'm, you know, I'm her soldier being deployed and all this stuff. And as we were having sex, I literally said, I'm deploying and just left it in her. And I like joke it, like smacked her on the butt and was like, please carry my seed for if I don't make it. And then the day I got back, she's like, I'm pregnant. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> Corporal Cannon. Yeah. Yeah. It worked. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's amazing, that's dude. Great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that First shot. Death Star. S- well, forgive me for asking a very personal question, but was, mm-hmm. was that out of the ordinary? Were you guys? Oh, yeah. No, I was pulling, dude. Huh. I've been pulling for a long time. And, you know, we hadn't been on birth control for years. So I just assumed, like, I didn't know pull out was as effective as it is. Mm. I just assumed I was a poison man you know Mm. i smoke a ton of weed i've done a countless amounts of drugs in my life i did steroids which is supposed to rid your body of fucking sperm 
I've done everything possible to get rid of, to, you know, make myself sterile. And no, first shot that I like left it in, it, it wow. worked. Jordan, yeah. bro. Well, <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Ari Shafir tells a great joke about that in his special. Oh yeah. He goes, he goes, pulling out works all the time. He's like, it's incredible. You know what doesn't work? Barely pulling it. <laughs> As in like, hey, you yeah. should check. You know? <laughs> Dude, I, I had a joke about it that I had to take out of my act and it didn't get on my first album. I, it's on YouTube, but like I, I had joked that I would always pull early and just like Louie it in front of my wife for the last like two minutes. <laughs> I'd, I'd be that like if I felt the slightest rumble, mm-hmm. I was like I was out. Yeah, I, I I didn't leave it up to chance. Dude, the, the, my pullout game was is is terrible. Uh, fortunately, my girlfriend's on birth control, so whatever. We're we're cream pieing all the time, but uh, <laughs> hell yeah, dog. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. We're a couple bakers, you know. So, uh, but no, but my my pullout game. Picture you at the foot of a vagina with one of those custard things. <laughs> Happy birthday, Sylvia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so my pullout game you know i would always hear black people talking about how good their pullout game was and i realized my pullout game was terrible because i would pull out too early and then like jerk it for a minute and then be like can i go back in like they'd be like i'm not turned on anymore this has been horrible for me and uh you know you go in and out and it's just awful but yeah yeah that's happened that sometimes happens yeah that'll happen that's why you got to be effective with your own masturbation as sure well. yeah. sure yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, dude, there's a there's a video uh, during that trip that you took of you getting attacked by a dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's it, the closing bit to my special. Really? <laughs> yeah, it is. I, so I, I, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want. Oh, to I'll, like, t- I'll tell the real like, love story. To hear about the non punched. I saw the video and it looked like oh this is gonna be fun and then in the middle of the video I was like. Oh fuck! Yeah, okay? wasn't that cool, man? I think I messaged you, being like, "Are you all right, dude?" <laughs> and and what's what's more pathetic about the whole thing is that I did it for the bit. You know, I'm like barely living life for any other reason. It's all <laughs> stories and hopes of creating content. It's like even when I drop the batch of my wife and she's like, "I'm pregnant," I'm like, you know, go. Do I want to write abortion bits or do I want, <laughs> right, right, right. Do I want to write baby bits? Like, which has a longer shelf You're life? Like, good, baby, good. Keep tell it. me more. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, I I agreed to do it. I also once I asked any of us, I turned to like Gary Veter. To do it and he's like i am a boy-sized man i can't withstand the force of a dog attacking me so of course i turned to the other women that were with us and they're like no we're also frail like frailer <laughs> took the video right uh i think it was either Vita or kyle ocasio okay, okay. who took it but uh i did it four times so like i only okay. have the video of the one and they so they give you this jacket, which all the videos I had seen leading up to that, they've given people full suits, right? right. Like full padded, almost like a mattress thickness. Also, oh, where of a are suit. you? Sorry to interrupt. I'm in. Uh, fuck, where was I? I was in Kuwait. Okay. I was in Kuwait. And also that night was the best show of the trip, maybe of my life. Wow. It was on Veterans Day in Kuwait in like this theater in the middle of this fucking uh, base. And like. I mean, they they gave us like wood plaques. They were so thrilled for us to be there. Like, it's like emotional to talk about. It was crazy, man. We we were like, this is why we came. Mm-hmm. The the you know every other show was great as well, but that show was like it, it was just everything you would ever want out of that. You're right. You know, out out of that experience. And I remember I even lifted up my uh, my shirt sleeve 
because, you know, spoiler alert, the dog bit through the fucking jacket. Uh. So it was pinpoint accurate in the sense that it, like, got on the jacket. I was worried about my legs or my neck or whatever. No, it got me on the arm, but the jacket was so thin and, like, you know, horseshit, it got through (laughs) my arm four times, every single time. And each time it bit the exact same spot. To, that's crazy. Like to the freckle, dude. That's crazy. Uh, the same spot, teeth locked in, the whole thing. I think I might have like a sl- like a, even a light scar for it now. Fuck. But I remember after the last time, I like I took the jacket off and I'm like, oh, I'm bleeding. I, I just Holy got shit. actually bit by a fucking dog. And they're like, you know, now we're taking pictures with the thing. And they're like, they're like, oh, pet it. And I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. like no. Fuck dude. this dog. Yeah, man. I, German I, Shepherd? I, it was a Belgian Malinois. Or whatever, right, right, Malinois. Right, right. I think that's it. But it's, it's like from the same family. It was 105 pounds. The guy who... Uh, who uh, was its master or, or trainer? Handler, yeah. He, yeah, he mm. was like a human ninja turtle. He was six foot five, bald headed, like light skinned black guy that was so jacked, it almost seemed like he shouldn't serve. Like, it's like, who are you going against that's going to stop you, man? You could, <laughs> you could win this fucking thing on your own. Right. Yeah. And then uh, I, th- that dog and that guy actually got deployed like two hours after we left. Wow. wow. Yeah, it was, which is that's like, fucking cool. It's cool, but also like a sobering reminder of how fucking real this shit is, man. Like Mm -hmm. we were just having a conversation with this guy, you know, casually. He's got, you know, he's he's comfortable in his safety and like the dog is okay, whatever. Then they get sent into active war zone. Right. And they're Mm -hmm. like the dogs finding mines, uh, the dogs at at risk. They go to Syria or something. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure if I'm allowed to give their coordinates, but yeah, (laughs) but I I think they probably went over there. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've I've given Mike still got the dog on find my iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) My phone starts barking every time I like that. You're just on the walkie. You're like, shh. Urban warfare. <laughs> You're clear. <laughs> Dude, that trip was so wild, though, because, like, so that happened. We saw these, uh, we were in Bahrain. That was our last thing. Uh, and on the, they shared, you know, the Bahrainians and the Americans shared a base. They sometimes shared a base with, like, the Italians, the French, like, you know, anybody who was kind of like allied forces, right. I guess. And uh, we were there to check out these old ass Air Force uh, planes, like from the '60s, that they still fucking use. Mm -hmm. So it's actually on its last tour. They're finally getting brand new planes, like you know, next month, which is crazy because they're using 50 year old or older aircrafts. And so we're in Bahrain, and we're uh, we're on this plane, and they're giving us a tour of the whole thing. And out of nowhere, six Marines show up on the plane, guns pointed at us. What the fuck is going on? Get the fuck off the plane. Like, and the, the Air Force is like, oh, we communicated this. They're like, get off the plane. Like, at gunpoint to us, they, like, we're, like, marching off the plane. Like, what the fuck is going on? Apparently, they, so they have these, uh, they have these brand new jets that don't need um, a jetway to take off. They literally elevate off the oh, ground sick, and then go 45 degrees and then, you know, ET into the universe. That's fire. Uh, so, <laughs> so the day before... Russians, this is totally not cool for me to talk about, but Russians <laughs> landed on this base and they thought World War Three started. 
Like, so they unannounced they, they, I guess they had cleared it with Bahrainians. The Bahrainians forgot to tell Americans. Mm. There's obviously rising escalation tensions between Americans and Russians. And so these, these like MIGs, these Russian MIGs landed on the base and the Marines had them get off their fucking uh, planes at gunpoint. Wow. And so they were still on high alert because they have these brand new top secret jets that are all over YouTube. So I don't know what they're pissed about, mm. but, uh, yeah. Also, so, uh, the, one of the diehard movies had one. Is that right? The the third or fourth, yeah. Die Harder Another Day. Right. Die Harder. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Awesome. No, it doesn't matter. That was the end of the story. They just yeah. took us off, and they were like, yeah, you guys can't go on a tour. We want you in the cafeteria and performing, and then get the fuck uh, off our base. Mm, it was crazy. And you're like, yo, bro, bro, and you just lift up your sleeve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I'm one of you, bro. <laughs> I got the marine bite. <laughs> Semper Fi, dude. It's like in the air up there when he just shows his oh, tribal yeah. scar under his dick. <laughs> Dude, that is a movie that just didn't hold up, man. I watched it recently, and they if you just show Kevin Bacon being like, I blew out my knee. Yeah. It's just like the worst movie of all time, dude. Like, this movie is so stupid, it. dude. <laughs> that Jimmy Dolan chicken yeah. bake. It's like, first I go right, grasshopper. It's like dude, so bizarre. I know. That movie does not hold up. That's funny. Um, but, well, dude, very cool. Yeah, very cool. That's a pretty, I don't know, I guess, I don't know if we would call that a mistake, but obviously the theme of our podcast is we like to ask our guests sure. about some, some moments in their career or their life that, that uh, you look back on and, and think, my God, that was, a, that was a really tough moment because of something <laughs> my, I did wrong. My choice. Yeah. I Do mean, you have that, any of those? Yeah, but I, I think uh, all, of my, all of my mistakes have kind of led to, like, decent stuff. Yeah, that's always the answer, Mike. We want to hear about the real you. So the, I mean, so the real shit, I, I told this story on, on Girls Gotta Eat, but this was, like, a big, like, it, it was kind of a traumatic moment in my life simply because of what I was going through at the time. So, like, I, I'm, I'm on steroids. I'm fucking, a lot of my friends are dying. My grandpa from died. No, from, like, uh, drunk driving accidents and and cancer and stuff like that weirdly enough what kind of steroids are you taking i took what's called a pro steroid so it was actually sold over the counter and they were able to do that while it was going through the fda process so i think it was i I did methyl d and m1t which are the equivalent to like d ball and uh winstrel and uh okay cool cool. yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) oh i'll I'll explain d ball is a big puffing up your gain you're gaining weight you're putting on a ton of mass right when good for fat francis yeah winstrel that might be good for Fat Francis if he's fat because it uh, it shaves all of the fat and builds lean muscle and basically mm. turns you into Brad Pitt from Fight Club. Wow. It's great. So on top of that, I was also taking Clenbuterol, which is what uh, – what, what is that but red-headed Mexican boxer? Canelo Alvarez. Oh, right. That's what he got. <laughs> Louis C.K. <laughs> yeah, that's what Louis Bucks. No, but that's what Canelo Alvarez got caught with taking before the second triple G fight. Yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, and he What's blamed tainted G? meat. Uh, shit. I don't know. Uh, he's, the, he's another boxer. Yeah. Oh, like person? an incredible yeah, a boxer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he uh, he got caught with that. And it basically that stuff is a horse asthma medication <laughs> that um, completely torches your body of fat and builds lean muscle. So I took that while I was taking the bulking agent and I was like 205 of just like insanity. Do you have any pictures wild. from that period Were of your you life? I, I don't, uh, yes, but I was angry anyway, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know where they are because so this, it sounds like bullshit, but, uh, my parents got a divorce at the same time. And like, so all of my heirlooms 
were like shifting from my grandma's house to my dad's apartment to my mom wherever she was living to like then with us and like you know and mm -hmm. through several moves so i like i don't have a lot of pictures from even my childhood which mm -hmm. is crazy oh yeah. No, I, not that I didn't <laughs> believe you. I just I would have been so curious to see what you looked like. I'm, I got a, 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 I have to find some soon. My yeah. sister, I think, has more shit than I do, mm -hmm. so I want to kind of go through what she has. But I mean, there's a whole period of my life where girls thought I was Puerto Rican because <laughs> I was on a you know my college basketball team. I was one of two white kids, and I was like searching for an identity. So I this might be a big oops. Also, is uh, I had a tape up haircut with like the full lineup. I wore Pele Pele jeans with like. Patches on them, white on white Air Force Ones, triple X long white tees, like, and I could dance. So when I went out with my teammates to clubs, <laughs> girls were like, "Yeah, poppy," and I'm like, "Nope, just Irish." Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's great. I love that. <laughs> I, I I flirted with that kind of image a little bit when I was in like seventh and eighth. Grade. I changed my accent, which sucks. Yeah. Talking like this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, bro, Dude, bro, I yo. wish I adopted full Hispanic, but yo. no, I was like. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that, yeah. like gross, dude. And then I, I mean, it went to such a level that I like over whited myself the following well, year. You, interesting. Yeah. Because you, you are very articulate. You oh, are somebody nice. who comes up with ways of describing things that I, that I might, I, I have no idea how you got there. You know, <laughs> your you consonants too. You pronounce yeah. them as well. And, and people, so uh, people online call that gay. <laughs> <laughs> you have good diction. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. By my teammates, this is obviously not a societal thing, but by my teammates, I was given the green light to say the N-word. I see, I've heard of this happening yeah. and I can't fathom it. It lasted three days. Like it really did. It lasted and and I pulled out of my own accord because it just felt uncomfortable and not cool. Like, you know, it, and it was just casual friendship stuff. They would egg it on almost like it was a kick. They, they got a kick. <laughs> Dude, I just picture you walking into the club and the dance circle happening. You just lean over your boy and be like, yo, watch this. My. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're just breaking it down in Tim's. That's dude, awesome. dude, we got it. We used yeah, to poppy. scrap in the club like all the time. This is before I was drinking. I Where'd was you go to there. school? RCC. This is community college. Okay. So when I was playing two years of junior college basketball, Juco. but we would go to like, you know, these all ages clubs because we were all underage. Or I did have a Persian kid's ID named Cameron Coletti who wow. I played poker with. Uh, and <laughs> he, uh, yeah, the fact that I passed for his ID made me want to kill myself every single time because he was a beak-nosed, ugly fuck. It was, <laughs> it was wild, so he made me feel real bad about You've myself. lived some lifetimes, my friend. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, this is great. So, because so, I remember my freshman year of high school, I went over to a different high school, and dancing was big there. And I started getting really into learning you know, the Crip walk. Oh yeah. And a little bit of break dancing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And we, every dance, there would be a dance circle that would start and people would just take turns. And it, it, you know, it was a big status symbol if you could actually dance. Oh yeah. 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 I was like less talented Channing Tatum. Like I was, I right. was, that's I was what came to mind. Actually. Yeah. I was really trying to be him. And when I saw him in movies, I was like, oh, I could be that guy. He was I don't have his jaw or general ability. Wow. That's all right. <laughs> Very cool. So, so you were doing steroids. Your friends were dying. Oh yeah. Yeah. Having an so, ethnic identity crisis. I mean, so there's, there's two ways. Did you ever wear a do-rag? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You did. I wore a do-rag twice uh so it not like in two separate instances in my life where i did it when i had the tape up 
realized it was pointless immediately because I couldn't get waves and my stupid white coarse hair just stuck through the do-rag so it looked ridiculous. Uh-huh. And then I had cornrows my sophomore year when I went full snow white the next year in like kind of, you know, the pendulum swinging the exact opposite way. I uh, I grew my hair out almost like Ashton Kutcher in Butterfly Effect. Like, mm-hmm. that's how floppy. And Dan Dickow from Gonzaga was, like, a huge. Oh, I loved yeah. that guy. And so I had this floppy hair, and uh, an Asian uh, fan of our team, let's call her, she, uh, she gave me cornrows. And so when I got cornrows, I wore a do-rag to keep them in to class. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Strangers yeah. seeing that. Wow. Huh. <laughs> that's a fucking oops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cornrows with the do rag definitely an oops. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That only lasted for like four, maybe three days actually, because my hair is obviously uh, white and doesn't like stick in that position very well. So it like, I mean, the braids were busting almost. Hmm. Was that hard for you? Like as a like when that started happening, you at a very young age was were you like like fucked up about it? What friends dying and stuff? No, no, about like hair being white in college. Oh, um, oh, gray, you mean? Yeah. Oh, no, I meant white as in, like, culturally. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant gray. I thought you meant no, you were gray. No, white gray. people, like, white hair, it, 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 it like, white doesn't stay, hair. yeah, it doesn't stay bound in gotcha. braids as well mm-hmm. as a black person's hair. Gotcha, gotcha. And so, and I even put in, like, the got to be glued. I was putting in all this different product to kind of, like, try to keep it. At, but, yeah, this happened, this started happening when I was, like, 21, 22. Mm. Was that, like, crazy? Yeah. A little bit, but I you think it's always looked good on you. I, I, I mean, I, I think I think I don't care. Like, I, I've one of my bald buddies was like, "Oh, going gray there," and I'm like, "I'm like, buddy." I mean, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, like they love to talk about it. Man. It's crazy because it's like not to mention like my some of my friends are hanging on for dear life. It looks like they fucking buried their hair in an Indian graveyard. Like it's just <laughs> like sour soil, and it looks like uh, straight pet cemetery follicles. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, just get, let it go. And it's it like, you're, you're commenting on my horseshit. Come on, man. No, but I, 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 I actually love it. Thank you. I, Showbiz I, doesn't. I, what? <laughs> Seriously? I guess. I mean, I like since I started getting it because Julio, we, me and you, I think have known each other since we both started, basically, it's right? Pretty, yeah, definitely. And so we've we've each been through, uh, you know, several phases when we were younger with MTV. They they were hiring us and right. and bringing us in for different projects, and that was like a point of contention with that network. Was wow. it really that I was going gray at like twenty seven? They're like, oh, what are we gonna do about this? I was like. I don't know, buy $5 dye and take care of it. Yeah, 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 yeah fucking yeah. morons. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, are, are you really in television production and the sight of four gray hairs is baffling you? Yeah. That's crazy. Like, yeah. yeah, then beat it. No, I think it's so unusual and, and distinct. And, and, and like, it's sophisticated. It's like, a, you know, you salt and pepper, right? right. Yeah. I offset the sophistication with the uh, low skin fade. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm trying to balance things. A couple some horn room glasses. Daddy. And, yeah. 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 Um, so I'm, so the, I told this story on Girls Gotta Eat, I think I said. But I, I was so I, I used to work at a gymnastics gym. Uh, prior to that, like it, from the time I was like 15, even until I was 20. So like on off periods of, uh, of basketball and stuff like that. Cause I couldn't really have a job with basketball. I was at the gym at five 45 every morning. I got home at nine at night. And instead of actually going home, I used to go play poker professionally in the city. Like a few times, a few times a week, we, me and my buddies would play. But uh, regardless, one of these was we were playing in town in Rockland County. We were playing poker. And this mother that I had an ongoing flirtatious relationship with 
hit me up and was like, hey, meet me at the gym, bring a six pack of Mike's Hard Lemonade. So, like, which is so ridiculous. And that that's what she needs to be lubed up to fuck somebody 25 years. You guys hooked up? So, so I do. I bring it. I bring it. Me and the mom, we, you know, she has like one drink. We end up having sex in the gym on the vault and the cheese mat. Do you know her son or daughter? So her daughter, <laughs> the th- this all comes. This is great. Mat. The cheese mat is a uh, like, so it, it has a back like this and then it's like a ramp. It's like a soft ramp. So it looks almost like a perfectly oh, I, cut out I know that thing. slice yeah, yeah, of cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sitting up for this story. So, so I, uh, up over here. And, and this is like, <laughs> this is the ego boost of all ego boosts, right? I'm 20 years old. I, I look the best I've ever looked. I'm having sex with this mom who is like so bereft of love or whatever that she is just an insta-comer. She's coming every half a pump. It is ridiculous. I've never been with anybody like that in my entire life. It was wild. So uh, she has to go, like we finish, whatever. She also made me stay inside of her for a while after and uh, experience Deploying, as you call it. Yeah, well, I was I was like <laughs> in a condom, like dying in uh, the condom where like it, it came to the point where as I'm pulling out, I had to like ensure yeah. that I like fished the condom yeah, out because yeah, yeah. I was such a slug dick. <laughs> it was like, it was brutal, right? I basically like left a bag of seed inside of her and I'm just like trying to rip it out at the same time. So we... Uh, we finished the first time. She uh, she wants to go again, but I'm like such a degenerate gambler. I had $500 on the table at my friend's house. I'm like, no, nah, this was fun, whatever. I go to my friend's house, uh, play poker. Months later, I, uh, I like go again to visit the gym, and I'm like talking to people. She actually, the mother had caught feelings a little bit, so she was texting me, sending me a couple nudes, which at that point was like on flip phones, so you couldn't make out anything. It was right. like, it might as well have been a like game of snake on a Motorola. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, but I, I had shut it down. I'd been like, all right, like, you know, we're, I'm, I'm going away to school or whatever. I don't, you know, I'm, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I said. I was just like, this, this is not a thing. So, I'm going to Kuwait. <laughs> in several years <laughs> so i go back to visit and like i had i had a recurring relationship with a lot of the gymnasts because they were close to my age they were like 18 19 years old some of the women on the like official galaxy gymnastics team which hmm. is the name of the company um and so i uh i i go back to visit and like i'm talking to some of the gymnasts and her daughter was 18 and her daughter and i were like having a flirting vibe and then i came back to kind of work a summer camp there and it like continued to kind of roll right it like her me and the daughter like really started vibing we were having we were flirting it was becoming apparent that like we enjoyed each other's company so in the middle of one of the the camp days the mom who was also working and witnessing and watching all of this uh f- like just a spring flew out of her head and she flipped the fuck out in front of like 60 or 70 campers children Children ranging from three to nine. Oh my God. She goes, Don't fuck him. I fucked him. No. On way. the vault and the cheese mat. Oh. Screaming my in front of these kids. God. Sasha, the Russian head coach, like put a marathon blanket over her and like ushered her into the office of this gym. And you just hear her screaming about fucking me and about how she doesn't want me to fuck her daughter. And it's this whole goddamn thing, like screaming. And like every kid is like just shit because it's reminding them of their own household <laughs> and and like the, finally after like 20 minutes of this lady melting down in the uh in the office 
the the Russian guy came out and he's like, you just can't come back. <laughs> like you, <laughs> you gotta never come back. And I'm like, yeah, I got, you know, that's totally fine. And uh, so I got fired from that job. And uh, the daughter and I, after like a couple months of not speaking, she reconnected with me. We were going to hook up and every single time it was about to happen, one of us would get into a relationship and the time never worked out and mm. it never, never happened. Wow, dude. Wow. So that's the oops. <laughs> never do yeah. it. Daughter. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. Wow. What a crazy. That's great. That's a great story. That yeah. is a great That's a very story. great story. <laughs> Does the da- so did you and the daughter later joke about, did that like fuck the daughter up? I don't know. I, I I never talked to her about it. I had I I spoke to like some of the other gymnasts who were like, yeah, shit, like got weird for a little bit at the gym, and like you know, but it was all it was. I'm sure a lot of them dislike me and think I'm a bad guy, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I never really got to gauge the temperature of the mm. of the daughter. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Oops. Uh, what a great episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Mike, where can we find all of your stuff and your upcoming specials? So the, the big important one, please subscribe to Mike Cannon Comedy on YouTube. Uh, the special's coming out, Jul- uh, Jan- I always say July, January 24th, this coming January 24th. Uh, so subscribe, Mike Cannon Comedy. It's coming out on midnight on the 23rd, so it's going to be available immediately. You'll get notified. Check it out. I have special guest appearances from Colin Quinn, Robert Kelly, Jim Norton, Rich Voss, and Keith Robinson on my special. They all do what they do best, which is just say awful things about me, mm-hmm. you know, on it. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm really proud of it. So just check that out. And uh, Irish Goodbye Podcast. Those are my two, two things. Hell yeah. G, how about you? Where can we find you? Not Julio on Instagram. Fucking at Oops the Podcast, baby. Yeah. Check us out. Great show. You guys know us. Oops the Podcast. I'm in Philly at Helium, March 5th to the 7th. Get tickets for that at FrancisEllis.com. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you, guys. See you next week.